0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 539, Tanya Overcomes IELTS Writing Sins. Today, we talk to Tanya, a Three Keys student and writing winner, about the challenging cultural aspects of writing in English and controlling the overwhelming feelings of your exam preparation. IELTS Energy listeners, we have an awesome guest today, a student in our course who wrote the most incredible essay this month and won the Writing Wizard Contest. Guys, remember, if you are in our course as well, we do this every month, you guys. I post a new Task 2 question that you could easily see on exam day, and it's your chance to practice writing an essay, enter the contest, maybe win, and you can also upgrade to get a back with uh from me. Okay. So, Tanya, can you uh tell us a little bit about yourself please?
1: Hi Jessica. Yeah, um uh, my name is Tanya. I'm living south of Brazil. Um and I it, this is my uh, my first time taking IELTS, so I'm kind of overwhelmed right now. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So,
0: guys, also like if you're if you're the wizard winner, um you get a 15-minute strategy session with me. And so, Tani and I were talking about this a
1: little bit. Why, why do you feel overwhelmed? Uh, because before uh, I, I search about IELTS, I thought that I just need to learn English. And since I work uh, with people from uh, USA, I thought I was good. And then I discovered that that is half of the, the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guys. I mean, it
0: is it is an English test, of course, um, but it's a test. And every test has its quirks and its weird eccentricities that you have to be familiar with. And it it can be overwhelming, guys. That's, that's why Tanya and I talked a bit about what her study plan is going to be like between now and the exam. Guys, it helps. I can't... Tell you how much it helps to have a solid study plan to depend on. Um, do you feel like, like, yes, it's overwhelming, but do you feel like the roadmap is helping you to sort of
1: like get over that? Yeah, totally. I I think now I'm less uncomfortable with the testing, all the areas, yeah. uh, and. I have to re- uh, to learn again how to write because it's different from the way I learned at high school.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, so what are the differences? So, obviously, you grew up in Brazil, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how Because there are cultural biases. I talked about this with uh, Ben McBride recently on the show. And it, how you communicate in English writing might be different from what you grew up learning in your culture. So, how would you say, like, what are the differences that you've noticed?
1: Uh, the biggest one, I I could say that... Portuguese is worthy the way we we write the essay like your opinion when you show your opinion it's only in the last part of the essay so this right. is the yeah this is the beginning and it's like uh, if you are able to use a lot of words it's better. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> That's such a good point, though. I think, you know, honestly, I think a lot of people listening from a variety of cultural backgrounds will identify with that because English, I mean, just as far as my experience goes, English is definitely the most direct um, in its communication. So my students from most countries in Asia, my students from across the Middle East, they all are coming at IELTS with this same... Background that doesn't match up with getting the highest scores. I mean, guys, like being wordy, like you said, that's a great word wordy. Um, being wordy is, is not gonna help you. Um, mostly it it ends up distracting us, pulling us from the main point, from sticking to the topic and really proving that in direct, specific ways that is required for a seven or higher in task achievement. I mean, if you like, if you describe too much, if you like sort of stay general or describe the same idea in more than one way that's band score six or lower like it's you can't get higher than that so okay do you feel like the writing module has really sort of showed you the way like how to hit how to get how to nail
1: what the examiner is looking for Yes, yes. The linking words helped a lot because then you have the structure of the essay. So, and it's a lot of words, so <laughs> you don't need to yeah. worry a, a lot about uh, words. And um, I like the idea to have only one example. Like in Portuguese, you are used to have more than one. Like if you have five examples to put that you to put there, you can put that. And I think it's better this way. We don't have time for that on IELTS, though. I mean,
0: like, it's not just cultural expectations, it's time constraints, you know? Yes. And. Like, I think even in an English essay, like a research paper, the more examples, the better for sure. But again, like IELTS, it's not a research paper. It's not like anything else you've written. It is yes. a very specific thing that you have to fit into 40 minutes. And yeah, that you. most
1: people need support for that. <laughs> yes, Yeah. It's like you are doing something illegal, almost illegal when you try to put like only one example and... write your opinion in the first like in the introduction you are telling me all the words I mean my opinion that is something that never happened (laughs) before so like
0: do you feel like you're um like breaking some sort of cultural rule like is it almost impolite in your mind yes it's almost sinful Oh, my God. I love that so much. I, I think I'm going to use that in the title. IELTS writing is sinful. That's fantastic. Um, I hereby absolve you of all your writing sins. You are free to continue to score highly. Okay. So let's just talk a little bit about how, um, how amazing your essay was. So I think the two things I liked best about it. One, Was how specific you got in your examples. Like, they're so strong. Um, the first example about Brexit. I'm just, I'm just going to read this for our listeners and I will put it in the blog post as well, guys. Come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and just search Tanya, T-A-N-I-A. And, um, yeah, you could, you could read some of this amazing stuff. Okay. Um, so the question this month was, um, in some countries, the right to vote is granted at the age of 18. Many feel this is too young for undertaking this important decision. What is your opinion? Um, Okay, so, Tanya, would you say you had a strong opinion about this, like, before you wrote?
1: I don't think I have... Th- uh, I, I I don't think I thought about that before. That was just... I just was writing about that in the moment and I decided that I was like against the idea of age for vote in that moment. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, guys, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. Even (laughs) if you don't have one, just choose one. Just choose a side. It doesn't matter (laughs) which side. Um, Okay. So, I just want to read your example from paragraph two. Um, Let's see. The main justification is that at this age, they do not have their identity completely formed and could be manipulated. For instance, a study published by Oxford in 2017 observed that 56% of brexit's voters under the age of 20 claimed that their decision was influenced by famous personalities and social media um bravo it that is just <laughs> awesome so guys remember you can you can fake stuff but it has to be believable and what i love about this is it pulls from the headlines. It pulls from real information that we know. Like Brexit happened, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> that—that's a disaster. Um, and yes, some of it was caused by influences outside web, po- politics, right? So you're pulling from stuff that's real, right? You're just putting a number on it, is all. So, how did you come up with that example? Was it was it
1: difficult to come up with or? No, I I I like that this part uh to make up things and like just I I would like to use that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could just make stuff up as you go. Um, yeah. Well, some people do, 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 do that. Um, but I don't recommend being friends with those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. So the very specific, believable, appropriate examples were fantastic, very formal. Um, and then you used a personal example in paragraph two. So guys, Remember, it is important to have a variety of examples, right? You can't make everything up. Just make up one thing. Um, and then the other thing which was amazing, which, guys, you heard when I read those sentences, was the vocab. So, Tanya, do you have any tips for listeners on how they could reach the level of vocabulary that you have?
1: Well, I like to read. That was the way I learned uh, English, was reading. Yeah. Awesome. and. awesome. And so, sometimes I know, I, I just know words, I, I don't know how I know that, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I think just uh, consuming a lot of information is the best way. And don't totally. think a lot about that, you know, just just enjoy your time. Uh, but I don't think a lot yeah. about what the words I'm using. No,
0: but that's that's such a good observation, though, because it, if we think how native speakers in any language learn vocab or learn words, it's sort of passive absorption, right? Like we read it over and over, we hear it over and over, and then it it worms its way into our brains and we can use it. That's uh, – it takes a lot of effort because it's a lot of time, um, But that is one of the best ways to get vocabulary, you guys, just by consuming as much information as possible, hopefully splitting that up between reading and listening, right? Because if you're preparing for IELTS, you do need both. Um, Okay. Fantastic. Tanya, do you have any last tips for our listeners today on developing their sinful IELTS writing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you just need to trust your method. You know, you are like, you don't have another option. You can like mix, yeah. uh, methods there or try to, to create yourself. So just trust. I think that is the best. And, and that will make even, uh, I, I, I'm liking That's English awesome. a little more right now. Oh, I love I'm that. And I,
0: and yeah. you know, what really warms my heart is, uh, this is something I hear from a lot of students, guys, that the habits they form in our course, through our study plan, through finding different resources and discovering that English can be fun. You guys, you're learning ideas, not just English. You're just expanding your world in ways that go far beyond IELTS. And these are habits that can be life. Long and studying for IELTS, it is, you know, you're learning about stuff you're going to use in the future too. And it should be fun, guys. It should be motivating. Because like we talked about at the beginning of the show, the test can be overwhelming. Um, so if you can find a way to stay motivated and interested and actually enjoy the process, then all the better. Um, so guys, if you're ready to get access to the same system of strategies that Tanya has been using to get over these uncomfortable writing thoughts, go go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, but- Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Tanya. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.